What's going on, everybody? Jamie Shaw here. Very excited to have NC State head coach Kevin Keats on with me today. Kevin, how are you doing today? Jamie, I'm doing well, and thanks for having me on. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Jumping right in here, you're an old-school guy, uh, old-school coaching and everything in this new-school era. Uh, we have recent passing of the NIL, social media being a big part of today's game. How would you say coaching has changed from when you were young just getting into the business? Well, Jamie, so much has changed. Um, first of all, I'm excited for our student-athletes that, um, that they're able to take, you know, take advantage of uh, their name, image, and likeness. I think that's an unbelievable thing. That's a thing that you know, we didn't have growing up. The guys that I recruited in the past didn't have the opportunity to take advantage of it. So I think that's great. I think as a coach, you have to adapt with the times and the situation. And, um, you know, that's one of the things that we talk about. Um, coaching kids is different than it was 10 years ago. It's different than it was two years ago. And I think you just have to stay cool and you got to stay up with the different trends and what's going on. And um, like I said, with our guys, I'm so excited about their opportunities. I've got a bunch of young, energetic guys that are excited about the direction that basketball is going in. And then speaking of the NIL stuff, um, how do you think that's going to change things moving forward when it comes to, to, to what's going on? And then how is NC State kind of looking at NIL and, and getting ahead of things? You know, I know people have hired third parties. I know all that type of stuff. How are y'all uh, getting ahead of it? Yeah, our, our administration is tremendous when it comes to uh, NIL. Um, we're ahead of the curve. Uh, we've, heard, we've hired several um, third-party companies. Um, we're completely for the – student-athletes to be able to make as much money as, as they can. Um, we're putting in place uh, educational pieces to make sure that those guys understand, try not to sign bad deals or deals that will lock you in for the rest of your life. Um, we talk about the possibility, hey, when you sign a deal, just know now that you have, you'll be taxed on some of the money that you make. Uh, we're getting our guys to try to, as much as possible, to uh, report what they make um, so we can help them navigate this through, um, navigate um, this situation with them, and so to make sure that they're making the right deals. Uh, it's a lot of deals out here for our young guys to make, but we don't want them to be stuck for the future. Absolutely. Um, switching gears a little bit, you're starting to develop a nice little coaching tree underneath you. You know, you got AW over at Eastern Kentucky, Takeo, Wilmington. How important is this to you? What's important, um, you know, when you talk about just those two guys, um, they've done a tremendous job of um, working their way up the ranks. You know, both of those guys started off the way I did as prep school coaches. And when you look at Takeo, you know, he's had a chance to work for a Chris Hobeman, and he's been with me for several years, to, you know, UNCW, then Hargrave, and then obviously uh, NC State. And, you know, both are building something special. And A.W. Hamilton, um, he's done a tremendous job. He had a great year this year. He's putting together an experienced team. He's got a chance to be really good. They're switching conferences this year. But both guys, if I can give some advice to any young guys out here, neither one of those guys cut corners. They did things the right way. They worked extremely hard. And now they're running their own programs. And so I'm really proud of those guys. And it means a lot to me. You know, being able to, you know, see some of the guys that um, one in these two guys' situation played for me, but being able to see some guys that work for me going to run their own program, that's special to me. There's a rich tradition at NC State historically. How important is basketball at your school? Jamie, it's everything. 
Um, we have tremendous sports around here. Um, our football team's doing well. We've had some success with basketball. Um, men's basketball is huge. It's huge around here. We have great tradition going back to David Thompson and Fire and Ice and Derek Wittenberg shooting the air ball, who said it was a pass. Um, but we've got great um, tradition. Uh, what makes NC State so special is that we have a passionate fan base. Uh, I know a lot of times you'll get the argument whether our fan base is crazy or passionate. And I think we're both. Um, but that's a good thing for us. Um, but, you know, they believe in, in our program. You know, we've been, you know, top 25 in attendance since 1999. Um, what's special about our place is we've got a beautiful campus. It's a great city to go to live in. And we're one of the few schools in the country to have two arenas to be able to play in legendary Reynolds Coliseum and then, and then also the PNC. So you returned three of your top five scores from last season. Talk about Jericho Helms. You know, he's your leading guy last year, 12.9 per game. What are your expectations for him this season? Jamie, he had a great year. Um, he's the way college basketball should go. You know, as a freshman, you know, just okay, earned playing time. Sophomore, take a big step. And then last year, he took a huge step. Um, you know, we're, we're going to count on him for a lot. You know, when we lost Devin Daniels last year, I didn't know who could step up and accept that role, and it was Jericho Ellums. Um, he's been special for us. He's, he's one of the hardest working guys we got. And when you got your best players who love the gym and love the weight room and compete every day, I think everybody will follow. Uh, I love the team that we got coming back. Um, can't say enough about the development of Manny Bates and, you know, how he's become. Everybody knows him as a tremendous shot blocker, but how he's become more offensive-minded where we can now throw the ball inside to him and have a chance to be, you know, really good on the offensive end along the, with his defense. And then Cam Hayes is um, – he's a special young man uh, in everything that he does. Um, you've, been, you've had a chance to follow him, Jamie. Um, just tremendous off the court, tremendous in the classroom, and a really, really special freshman campaign for us. And we think he'll take a huge step as a sophomore. And so I love those three guys and then add in some great pieces that we were able to get in the offseason. Touching back a little bit on Manny Bates, you had some great news this offseason uh, when he decided to take his name out of the portal, return to school. How big of a boost was that for the program? Well, it's funny, Amy, because I never really, if you look at it, I never really commented on anything that was on social media. This is where social media can be a positive and a negative. Uh -huh. um, to set the record straight, he was never in the portal. Um, he never went into the portal. Manny and I uh, never had a discussion about him actually putting his name in the portal. And when this thing took off, it was like everybody saying, hey, this is happening. Manny's leaving. And um, the one thing I will say about Manny Bates is um, he's always been a, a loyal kid. Um, he and I have a tremendous relationship. Um, he is um, stuck to getting better. And I think he, at the end of the day, every kid at the end of the season has to look at where their future goes. And I think he realized that this was a great place for him. You mentioned earlier you had to add some new additions to your roster. You have three new freshmen. You have two transfers from the portal. Take me through the process of how you take a look at your roster and decide, do I want to go to a high school kid? Do I want to go JUCO route? Do I want transfers? Like, take me through that process as to how you went through and, and figured that out. Well, Jamie, I wanted a mixture of both. You know, I felt like, you know, losing a Braxton Beverly, who I'm so excited that he gave the opportunity to go play for AW and try to put up as many points as he can so he can be a professional. 
Um, DJ Funderburg, who's also playing well in summer league with the Utah Jazz, and then unfortunately with Devin Daniels' situation. And so I just didn't want all freshmen. Uh, I wanted a mixture. I wanted some guys who could, you know, obviously come in and, and be a bigger voice in the locker room, some guys who could lead some of the young guys. And so I think we hit the jackpot. I, I like, I, I love our transfers. Uh, Casey Mosell, well, I think he has a tra- chance to be tremendous when you go back to his high school days and you look at his clips, um, you understand that this kid could be really special, uh, very talented, shooting the basketball, um, you know, could step in and fill a void where we lost to Devin Daniels. And then Greg Gant, if we can rekindle uh, what he had in, in high school as a hard playing forward that could play, you know, multiple positions, could guard multiple positions and play with a high energy and motor, then we have something special. Um, so those were the two transfers that I thought we really needed to have. Um, there was two guys that we identified that we paid us. And then I love our freshmen. Um, um, we can talk about um, Tequavion for hours. Um, he's just a bucket getter. Uh, the, the young man can score. Um, he's coming off of three state championships. Um, tremendous, really, really good player. Uh, it's going to play a lot as a freshman and has an opportunity to compete for a starting job as we when we recruited him. And then Ernest Ross is long, athletic, um, can play the three and four. A lot of people didn't have a chance to see him because he didn't play last summer, but is as talented as any forward that we can get in the country coming out of Florida. And then I, I the, one of the biggest glue guys that you're going to ever know is Breon Pass. Um, you know, probably not highly ranked as the other guy. He's also won three state championships that just happened to be in football. But bring some toughness, um, loves to play, compete, just a solid piece. It's going to be a really good basketball player for us. When you look at those five guys, um, as a coach, I'm so excited, Jamie, because I were we were able to identify the pieces we need, and my staff did a great job going out recruiting these guys. And in looking at these, you, you touched on it a little bit here. You mentioned the names that you have to replace with Thunderbird and Beverly and stuff. But this talented group you have coming in, what are the expectations, the actual expectations you have this season for the newcomers? Well, we, we, we've set the expectation pretty high. Um, you know, I've had, you know, we've had in the past, we've had several freshmen that come in and be able to start talking about Braxton Beverly, Cam Hayes, and, you know, um, T. Buckets has the same opportunity. Um, but the expectations are high. I mean, we don't shy away from that. I like our team. Now, we're young in areas because they're so new, and we've got at least five new guys. And when you add, a, you know, E.B. Dewan and Jalen Gibson, you've really got seven new guys. Um, but, you know, one of the guys we haven't talked about who had a good back end of the season is Darion Sebron. Mm-hmm. Um, he brings a, a different, um, you know, blend of basketball to us. He's a slasher. You know, he can get out of transition finish um, long. He's athletic. He can rebound. So uh, my biggest challenge is blending the three or four legitimate um, returners, all of these new guys. And it'll be a work in progress. But as we, you know, the more we practice, the more we play, I think you'll see the chemistry will get better. And these guys have a chance to be a really good basketball team. June and July, D1 coaches were finally able to get back out uh, on the road, 15 months off and all that. How did it feel getting back out there, first of all? And then secondly, you were out on the road five out of six weeks. You know, it was packed in, jam-packed and everything all over the place. How did you kind of attack getting back out there? Well, it was um, 
I was nervous, Jamie, um, because obviously we hadn't been out and not nervous because the fact that we were going on the road, but you know, obviously the virus is still strong and it's and it's broken off to the Delta variants. And so nervous about that a little bit, but I also was so excited. Um, I'm one of the head coaches in the country that love the recruiting part of it. And just to be able to get out in the gym and see some guys, I was completely zoomed out. I was, um, you know, I was, I, I got tired of seeing, you know, my coaches were telling me every week, hey, I need you to take a look at this kid. And we watched him on film and the film can lie to you because uh, you sometimes don't get a chance to see their body language and how they interact with their coaches and when they go to the bench. And so I was pumped and excited um, to get back on the road. Um, I'm not one of those coaches that's going to complain about being out six to seven weeks because we had an entire year where we couldn't see any prospects. Mm -hmm. And as you start to practice with this team that you have, you said you got some newcomers, you got some returners and stuff, uh, and you're able to touch these guys, see them in person, coach them a little bit. Um, what type of identity are you trying to build and what type of identity do you think this team is going to have? Yeah, Jamie, we want to play faster than we play. Um, we've been fortunate uh, three of my four years to uh, win 20 games and play fast. And we've been one of the top, you know, scoring teams, top one, two or three in the league for the last three years. And I think even last year, had it not been for the pandemic, we would have had four 20-win seasons. Um, but I envision this team being a little bit more active defensively, getting in the passing lane, um, getting fast breaks, easy opportunities. But I think we have a chance to be a little bit better defensively. Well, we've got great size. I say that um, Breon probably at six foot, probably shortest guy on our team. Everybody else is six three and above. And so we can do a lot of different things with this group defensively. And uh, I think that'll help our team. Last thing coming from me here. Uh, you're going into year five at NC State. And, and you're a Virginia guy. You're from the region, all that type of stuff. What is one thing that you would say that you learned about NC State after taking the job you might not have known or that, that surprised you about NC State after you took the job? Well, I think I knew, you know, I, I know I've said this and this has been well documented, um, Jamie, that I grew up really being an NC State fan. And so I, I knew the tradition of NC State and the pride that, um, you know, NC State family plays with. Um, we punched the clock. We're proud. Um, I have some proud alumni. I have some proud players. Uh, our athletic department is great. Uh, I think what I learned, it's more than I thought. Uh, when I say that the passion that we have, you know, I don't know if anybody that will hear this, if you haven't went to a, a basketball game or a football game at NC State, you ought to make that one of your bucket lists because it's fun. It's passionate. Um, it's, um, you know, it's, it's something that you have to see. You know, when you go to a football game, it's um, you know, close to 100,000 people tailgating. And the PNC is a, um, it's an unbelievable experience, you know, having a chance to play in that. And then when we play games in Reynolds Coliseum, which only holds 5,000, you know, fans, man, it may be the best atmosphere in the country. Um, and so I don't think I learned anything new, Jamie. It just strengthened what I thought coming in and how passionate we are. And, um, you know, these guys will fight. They'll stand behind you. Uh, it's a great, great university. That's great. Kevin, thank you so much for taking time out today to talk. Um, good luck this season. Jamie, I appreciate you, brother. And um, you have an open invitation now. I know you come to some 
practices and watches work out. So I want you to get in that game. And uh, the only thing I'm going to ask you to do, and I know you have to be very neutral, but just for that one night, doesn't have to say NC State, just want you to put on a little red. Wolfpack red. That's right. (laughs) Absolutely. Kevin, thank you. Thanks, Jamie. Go Pack.